What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Modify Your Life Podcast, where this is your host, Anthony Lopez. And today, today, if you are looking to be inspired, if you are looking to be motivated, if you have been going through something and you cannot dig yourself out of the trenches, you're going to hear this guy's story right here. And you're going to be like, what in the hell am I complaining about? Why in the world have I not just got myself out of the hole and continue to keep pushing and continue to become a survivor? Was that a good one? That was fucking Was that a good fantastic. intro for you? That was, was that a good one? I was trying to think of what to say, bro. I'm hyped. I, I, are you hyped? Because we're about to be sitting here for a minute, baby. I'm with it. How are you doing? You've been in my house for about an hour. And, um, an hour, just one. <laughs> uh, you've been in my house for about a day and a half. How's it been being in Vegas? It's, it's interesting. So right? a, lot, a lot of people come to Vegas for, for party, for work. Yeah. No, not for work. I'm here, you know, <laughs> for work, to learn. For you work. Know, pe- no, I, we do. We are having fun. Yeah. But my main purpose was to come and learn and, you know, soak up information because... You're out here doing it. Thank you're, you. You're doing this. Thank you, man. And Thank I'm you. doing I'm doing things. You're doing You I are can, doing things. I can always do better. Facts. And so I'm reading this book that you should, you know, fly first class at least once. At least once. And then work Don't forget, too, that's your camera right there. So look at once that beautiful smile. I feel like you got better lighting than me. I'm a little jealous. That's okay. That's all right, man. My, my smile costs $7,000. Damn. Flexing. All you ladies out there, he's single. <laughs> Ready to mingle. Um, but no, it's, it's been interesting. It's, it's nice to... Kind of see what it's like to be in the life, a day in the life of. Yeah. Of like somebody that does what I'm doing part time, full time. Yeah, man. How are you liking it so far? Do I do my do I do my job? Do I do I practice what I preach? You practice what you preach. Amen. You practice Church. what you preach. I love it, man. Well, look at Jonathan. John. Jonathan. Baby J. No. Little little Jonathan. little Jonathan. Jonathan. All right. So let him know about you and who you are and why you're on this podcast. All right, but yo. We going deep. We're 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 well. We're going what? We're going. We could go. I don't know where we're going, but someone's driving right now, so they're going to work probably. All right, but bet. we're we're going to you know what? A journey of Jonathan, Baby J, little. Brr, brr. We're gonna talk about it. Okay, so <laughs> I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna hit you with. So the, the this delivery is going to be very abrupt. I'm going to have it all out, and then we'll break it down. Let's right? break it. So. You see the $7,000 smile. You see man's is handsome, tatted up, all that, living life. I'm here in Las Vegas having a great time because I have the financial freedom to do so. Damn. I thought we were going to talk about weight loss. We were talking about finance. Oh, no, yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm talking about Go ahead. <laughs> but, you know, I'm about to tell you three things about me that um, you wouldn't know just by looking at me. So, one, when I was 11 years old, my mother passed away. Damn. Love you, Mom. Uh, two. When I was turning 16 years old, I had ALL leukemia, lost my hair twice, all that jazz. And then three, I was almost 300 pounds at one point. And so we could dive into all of that. And so I grew up as a a mama's boy. My father wasn't really around, um, didn't really know, you know, what life was, what what it meant, you know. And then I'm on vacation at my grandma's house. And I get a call from my Aunt Kathy or something. And then somebody tells me, your mom has died. No right? crap. And like, I, I vividly remember this, which is wild because because of the trauma I've endured with losing my mom, I forget a lot of my childhood. Makes but sense. I was in my grandmother's living room folding shorts from my white hamper. I remember like exactly what, what I was doing when I got this news. Uh-huh. And... I don't, I didn't know what that meant. 
like my mom, like she was supposed to be there when I got back from Florida. And now it's like, what's like going on? There. She's not there. Yeah, that's that's a lot. Right. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot. I'll go to Modify Your Life podcast. Yeah. Hi. I mean, but it's like, you know, one of those things that like we, we, I think I had talked to you uh, about it earlier. Like, oh, no, actually, I have not talked to you. I lied. But uh, with me and Francine, we're talking and discussing because, you know, we meet a lot of amazing people, right? Mm-hmm. And I was always wondering what's harder to lose a family member, or a loved one, knowing that they're going to pass away or getting a phone call that they're gone. But I kind of came in the, the conclusion in my head is like, I think getting a phone call that they're gone. Because you, like you just said, she was supposed to be home. She was on her way back home or she, you were expecting her to be home at a certain time or you were going to fly back home at a certain time, a certain day. And then for you to get to that, that, that destination and that person is no longer there, I feel like that has to be a lot more painful than kind of preparing yourself right. for the worst but hoping for the best. Because you'll never prepare, but no. you can begin to prepare if you have like, hmm, things aren't looking too hot. Yeah, yeah, As for compared sure. to... Hi, it's a great fucking Tuesday. Your mom's dead. I hope that's not how they, she called you. Well, no. <laughs> okay. No. You said that with confidence. I'm like, bro, we no, gotta we gotta but, find that person. But, but yeah. as a as a kid, yeah, I'm yeah, waking no. up and it's a great Tuesday, and then you know, your mom ain't mom ain't coming home. So like yeah, how what was like the you probably had so many questions at that age. <sighs> Dog, I remember it's wild. And so we'll even go into my depression. And so even as a kid. I was like, I remember I was in a parent-teacher conference. I was like, hey, mom, I'm going to invent a pill when I get older so you never die. And so I was thinking about death way back then. And so that still comes to haunt me to this day. We'll talk about it. But now I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah. What does it mean? And it's scary. But it's like with my family, you know, my sister was there with me Uh when we found the news. I was with my grandma. She's hysterically crying. And it's, it's just us together. And so, like, that's when, like, the first, like, this is this is words now until you live it. Um, but that's when I got the be- the first understanding of the only way out is through. So, like, okay, as a kid, like, your mom's dead. Now what? And so, like, the, the adults in my life, like, figured shit out. So it's like, you know, do you want to stay with, stay with your dad, live with your grandmother? Because, like, dad wasn't really there. Yeah. Didn't see him on birthdays, things like that. And okay. it's like, like, 11. I'm, a, I'm at my mom's hip. Like, I only, like... Had just been mama's boy. There's no, there's no strong connection than uh, a son and a uh, mother for sure. Yeah, I'm a strong believer in Straight that. Straight up, mama's boy. Mama's hey. boy. Bye, Frankie. <laughs> Bye. My mom called. Gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go. Right, and then so this tattoo, which we'll go into later, but this is a butterfly. It's purple. Oh, I just noticed that. My mom loves butterflies. Love butterflies, and her favorite color was purple. That's dope, man. I, I just noticed that. I yeah. I like that. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Siri. Right. Thank you, Siri, for Rude. she can do many things, but she can't give you tattoos. She right. said. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. So. And so. What did that, what did that, like, okay, so what did that lead into? It, it led into just existing. And so. Like just floating? Just floating. Like you were just floating through life. Just. At what age, what, what age are we at right now? This is 11. You're still 11 years old. 11 years old. I come back. And so, the, like, this could be a whole section too, but my dad was a terrible dad. Yeah. But, you know, we have a half-brother. He's a full brother, but it's same dad, different mom. Okay. He's like, look, you know, if you come stay with dad, you know, I'll come stay with you. You know, we'll grow up together. Things like that. We're like, bet. Let's fucking do that, yo. Yeah. I'm trying to see my brother. My bros, dog. yeah. yeah like, I love sure. that dog. Because it, it's me and my sister. Yeah. And he was kind of there, but we weren't, we didn't live together because he was with his mom because my dad <laughs> left that nigga too. Damn. <laughs> and so, we're like, all right, bet. 
we're kids. I'm 11. My sister's 13. Uh-huh. They're like, what do, what do you want to do? I'm like, stay with my grandma who takes care of me, who I live with because my dad wasn't doing shit. Yeah, that's the closest person to you. Now. Right. Or go stay with my dad and then ultimately we stay with my dad. Okay. Oh, so you did go with Pops. Yeah, oh, we did go to Pops. Okay. And so, I mean, the story is, is a story and I have it to tell, but it's not a great one. So, like, that was... it. Was, it was the right decision to make because I wouldn't be here without it. Yeah. But it was ass. Terrible. Bad decision. Bad decision, but ter- but I needed it. And so, boom, we now move from, you know, where we were living in Trenton to Ewing, um, where I spent middle school, high school, started growing up. And then it was a lot for my sister. She had to grow up quick yeah. to take care of me. She was the oldest one, I'm she, assuming. She was old. Okay, no, she's yeah. older, and then my, my brother was older. Okay. And so what happened was because my... My dad is terrible. Like, I will call that nigga right now and tell him he's terrible. My, like, At least you have your dad's number. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I I mean, someone that. always got it worse out there, guys, right? You know? That's facts. That's facts. But he fought with my brother all the time. My brother ups and moves to Pittsburgh. And so it's me and my sister who, like, we weren't coddled, but we lived a nice, nice life. We were taken care of, loved, sure. you know, uh, nurtured, all that with, you know, my mom, my grandma, all that to, like, this negligent father which okay. is the understatement of the year okay <laughs> right all right and so we go we move in with him and it's terrible so one i'm a new kid in school um who just lost his mom like all of this is going on because my mom died yeah and it's like you're still trying to take all that in right. and deal with all the new your new uh reality right life still has to go on at 11 years old now. 11 right and so i found i'm gonna uh meander a little bit that when I you know make friends or best friends Mm -hmm. I always want their moms to love me because I don't have a mom that makes sense Mm -hmm. now that makes sense it's like uh like what they use I guess the word like like daddy issues but like Mm -hmm. the mom issue like because you're well because it's you've had that love before yeah you know how unconditional that is Mm -hmm. so like by you not having I'm pretty sure you're always in a a search for it yeah and And so like how do you think that affected you right being like being raised like growing up like, take apart your, your father's situation. Take okay. apart That's the gone. living situation. Like, how do you think that affects you growing up by always in the search of another female's uh, love to re- replace your mom's? Like, how do you think that, like, you know, I think it was you good. I think it was good. It was a good thing? It made me respectful. Okay. Very respectful. Okay, like, I like that. I was the friend that when you go over somebody's house, you say hi to the parents. You have oh, yeah. a relationship with that parent. And, like. And I see that, dude. Let me cut you off real quick. Mm-hmm. ADHD. That's what it does. But no, I, I want to call it out because no, like oh, you're, you've been in my house every single time I got up to do something. Well, you're my guest. You're a guest here. We flew out here doing the podcast, shame with me all weekend. And every single time I got up and did something, you would get up and, and, and do something else. You would, you, if I'm cleaning something, you would see something else and you would pick it up. Like I noticed this stuff very respectful. You came in, you said hi to Francine and you gave her a hug and all that stuff. Like just little things I noticed you do where you just tell that you were a hundred percent raised correctly. You're raised with respect. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I second that when I see that. But anyways, keep going. I appreciate it. And so like. It's just, it's good. It's, yeah. I lost my mom. And so even with my friends, like I would have best friends, Kiernan, I'm glad you're better now. He would like yell at his mom and say, shut up. I'm like, dog, she, don't treat your mom like that. My mom would uppercut. Man. I know, yeah, I know. She would. My mom, bro. <laughs> I remember one, oh my gosh, bro. I was 21 years old and uh, we're at a family party and uh, I talked back to my mom. And when I talk back, bro, I'm talking about talking back. Like, told her, like, yo, like, mom, chill, like that. Like, I didn't cuss yeah, at her. Yeah. Bro, she smacked the 
dog piss out Yo, of my mouth. Bro, the whole party heard it. Like the whole, everyone looked and my dad was like, don't pay, don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Bro, my mom <laughs> slapped me so hard. I was at 21. I was like, I felt like a little kid. I looked there. Well, I'm not going to hit my mom. Right. So I drove off and left. That's well, it. All right. I, what am I going to do? Yeah, bro, take it. Bro, my mom had it in her, bro. She cocked mm-hmm. that thing back and slapped it. Right. Yeah, man. I ever told my mom, shut up, bro. I wouldn't be on no podcast. Exactly. I modified my, modified my life so much, I'm dead. That's it. That's modified it. caskets. And so... <laughs> So back to it, right? That was funny as hell. That was pretty funny. I thought that was funny. I'll try to light up the mood here, man. Modi- modify. Nah, nah. Everyone in the background is no, laughing right no. now. We're going, we got, we're going in. We're going in? We're going in. And so there, there's beauty in the struggle, but you have, right. to, you have to struggle with me. Right. And so like, if the tears come, like I won't hold them back. No. Which I, I've learned recent. No, no, because I used to not. I used to not. Oh, really? I used Bro, to. I have no problem. I have but, no problem. But that's, that's right. new. And so like growing up, it's like. I don't have my mom. I appreciate everybody else's mom. And I just want to be, you know, a good son to someone because yeah. we can't even like, I know you said take that father part out, but you can't take that out because right now my father's alive somewhere in North Carolina, I believe. Mm-hmm. I don't have any parents. That's crazy, man. That's nuts. Is it, how's that feel? It feels like me and my sister say this all the time. We are living life without a how-to guide. Mm-hmm. And not saying that people have how-to guides, but for example, my roommate, if he's having problems or he wants some financial assistance, he was like, yeah, my dad, you know, hooked me up with his accountant. Uh, like, yeah, like you got, they have someone to go to yeah. when in their time of need. It might not just be financially, it might just need yeah, emotional. Yeah, that was just an example. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know. I, I, that pretty makes sense. So it's like, you're like a, a lone ranger. You right. And your, you and your sister. It's, it's yo. Is your your older brother is still in your oh, guys' yeah. life? We're the big three. So it's the big. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you guys got a little. So We're you guys have. Th- so you do have a family. Yeah. It's them. No, it's no. You, it's you guys. I, no, I have a family. I don't have any parents. No, the parents wise. I don't have any parents. But yet you're we, sitting here. Oh yeah, I'm that. An I'm engineer. Him. Online Ooh. coach. Yep. Yep. A a big following to to help people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, and what's crazy, and I'm hearing this, bro, and I and I and I just kind of go back to like conversations i have with you know other people right and like there's people that literally will be fall victim to their upbringing and they will not be successful they won't work hard because they didn't have this they didn't have a dad they didn't have a mom they didn't have anyone understood them they didn't have this like people will really fall victim because like oh i can't do this because i don't have that but yeah you don't have a mom you don't have a dad all you have is your older younger sister older brother Older, or older, older sister and older brother, mm-hmm. right? And you became, you built a pact and you built a successful life, which we'll get in more to it now. But I just want to hop in and say that, like, if you're listening to this story right now and you feel like the whole world's against you and you feel like everything's against you and you can't win, we got someone right here who's literally pouring out his life story. And on books, you shouldn't be successful. On <sighs> books, you shouldn't probably be where you're at. On books, you should probably be in jail. Mm-hmm. On books, you should probably be dead. Maybe. Maybe not. Hopefully not. Well, no. I think that's bad luck to say that. But you know what I'm saying. But yeah. going off of your, you know, your upbringing, mm-hmm. it, you, you're an engineer, bro. That's 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 a difficult thing to do, right? I don't know what. The, I remember I told you I don't know what you do for work. Right, like, right. You're an engineer, <laughs> people have a job. Like, well, you build rockets. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? But at the end of the day, like you know, you didn't fall victim to that lifestyle for long. For long, right? So for long. Getting back into it, when where where did that lead you up into as being raised, like you know, with your parents? How was like your, you know, how was school? Okay. How was the mental? Mm-hmm. How was all that stuff going into where you realized you had a problem? So if we go back, you know, before my mom passed away, just like early childhood, smart. 
yeah. smart kid. Grandma, you're going to be a doctor. That's yeah. right. You know, mom, you're going to be a doctor. Like, on a roll. Like, soaring. Like, spelling everything correctly. Like, just you, doing doing well in school. You're a happy kid. Right. Just happy kid. You still seem happy, too. Let me just go and throw oh, it yeah. out there. Happy kid loves his mom. I'm, 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 like, school is easy. So, I'm smart. And so, it's instilled in me then that I'm smart. I'm intelligent. I'm going to college. I'm going to do something with my life. You're him. Capital H. That's right. <laughs> but... That never, that never left. Let's yeah. keep that in mind as we mm-hmm. go through the story. And so, boom, I get to Ewing. You know, middle school is whatever. It's all a blur. Yeah. Everything yeah. is a blur. Your brain shuts that stuff out. Shuts especially it when out. You go through. That might be my whole grandpa situation. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember that. A lot of that. It's like flashes right. of that year. Right. Right. So, I, yeah, I think your, our brain does an amazing job of really cutting out some of our traumas. To keep us going. Because yeah, keep us going. that's... That's what you have to do. You have to focus on the positive to breed more positivity. We got to focus on things we can control, not things we can't, right? And so so this weekend, you, John said it, whoever, uh, Chris or, or Frank, you, you call me John, right? I call you Little John, Little I know. Jay, Little... But then, you know, I will, I will always speak up and say, I like to be called Jonathan. Yeah, he does. So, he says it. I mean, I don't care, but I, yeah, no, no, no. I respect it's, it. It's, I respect it's, it. It's it's cordial, so yeah. like you're not, you're doing it on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. not calling me John because you're being a dickhead. Yeah, I know. I'm just poking at you. <laughs> it's too so, easy. And so, when I moved to the new school, shy, timid kid, lost his mom, don't know what the fuck life is like. Like I'm just here because I have to keep going. You're floating. It doesn't matter. So boom, my sixth grade uh, English teacher calls me John. I say nothing. So from sixth grade all the way to twelfth grade, anybody I meet, I let them call me John. Right. I turn 18. I go to college. I'm, I'm fast forward and we'll come back, though. I, co- I go to college. I'm like, no, my mom named me Jonathan. She didn't name me John. She didn't name me Johnny. She named me Jonathan. So when I tell people my name is Jonathan, it's That's, to respect my mom. Yeah. yeah. And I it's like, like thanks for making me feel bad for poking. Yeah. In the yeah I know what yeah, you did. I see what you yeah. did. Because you looked at me right when he said that. He's like, yeah, to respect my mom. And then, and he, he said, That's the second time you've done that. Because you said it, your mama joke to me. Right. And I couldn't say it back to you. And you're like, go ahead, bro. You can say it. I'm like, bro, your mom passed away. He's like, that's all right. She's not here no more. I'm like, so you think I'm going to let you turn that on me? I'm going to say your mama joke. And you look at me like, well, bro, you, my mom's not here. You got to, you know, yeah, take that within. You got to switch with that. I you see know, what you did there. Which you're okay with. Uh, I'm good. And so, boom. Um, I get to the new school. I'm just, I'm just existing, you know. Yeah. But, like, school is still easy. I'm still, you know, going to do my thing. I meet my now ex-best friend. Not ex, but, like, we're not best friends anymore. Yeah. And he's like, for a season, not a reason for a season. I have memories of my mom crying on the dinner table because of bills, mm-hmm. asking my mom, my grandma for money mm-hmm. because she can't pay bills. And so I meet this best friend. He's like, yo, dog, I'm going to be engineer because engineers make a lot of money. I'm like, bet I'm smart. Engineers are smart. They make money. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, yeah, engineer up. Then fast forward, I do robotics in high school. Love that shit. I'm like, bet. Double down. Lock it in. Don't 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 punch me for asking this question. Talk to me. Did you used to build those robots? Like those little, like, those little, like, nah, fighting our shits robots? Nah, our shits were big, though. Oh, they're big robots. Our shit, yeah, our shits were bro, big. Bro, I love those fighting robots. Like, I, you know, they, they do it in Vegas. They yeah, have There's, there's yeah, a yeah. in Vegas, bro. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's the type of engineering I wish you did. Yeah, no, that's what I did. Oh, you did do that? I did, yeah. I still don't know what you do. Oh, I'm an engineer. (laughs) (laughs) I build industrial factory equipment. Okay, see, there's so many different things of engineering. That's what you guys are over laughing at me. (laughs) (laughs) 
So in high school, we built ro- robots and yeah. they, they played games. It was a okay, competition. So, okay, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. You're and cool. So, so I loved it, right? But it's like... <laughs> Quiet on the set, please. <laughs> Talent's here. Talent is here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So you built robots. That's cool. You're, right. That's cool. So boom. Engineers make a lot of money. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to like... I'm, I don't want to miss anything. Oh, you're gonna miss a whole bunch. You're gonna be back on again. Trust me. Like, this is this is this is this is you're gonna listen to this. You're gonna go back and you're gonna like, remember so many this. different. I could have said this, I could have said that. This is just a conversation. All right, so I'm gonna right? just flow. So I hope so. All right, bet, 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 bet. So boom. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna be an engineer. Engineers make a lot of money. You know, I gotta I gotta provide for my family. Yeah, because you then, know you don't want you know how you're you seen your mom struggle, so you don't want your family to struggle anymore. I see my mom struggle, my dad going, like not having shit for my birthday, like we our house got robbed because we lived in the hood in Trenton. Like yeah. at night, I had an Xbox, a PS2, all that shit no, going. Right after Christmas. No. Right. Yeah. And Damn. so it's like whatever. And like that's like the worst time to get robbed, but, bro. But with a smile, it was like okay. And then I became a PlayStation guy because uh-huh. they they you know got money together and only bought one, and so it was PlayStation. Yeah. And so it was like cool. I realized that back then I dove into video games, mm-hmm. like that was my thing up until like three years ago. It was video games. Distract from life. Like, hey, chill, 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 man. Not for, for me. Don't feel attacked by what I'm saying. Let it empower you and move you. Right? So, <clears throat> mad video games. Especially like GTA, right? Because let's go back to the topic. My mom died. Yeah. I'm questioning death. We'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to all of that. What happens when you die in GTA? It says wasted. And you respawn. You respawn. That ain't how life like is. Like I'm chilling, having a great time, playing games, distracted, schools, whatever. Get to high school. I'm just a, a still shy, timid high school kid, like not confident. You know, high school is when you start talking to girls, when yeah. you like have a friend group, you go out, you start doing things. I'm chilling. Got my best friend. Introvert. Int- introvert. Just introvert. don't want to do shit. Were you were you overweight yet or, you, or we weren't there yet? I was, I, was, I was big growing up. You're chubby. I was big growing up. So yeah. I played football up until second grade. Um, I don't know what age that is. That, oh, that's kind of like right like before Pee or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Third grade, fourth grade. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah seven, seven. So, because middle school is sixth grade, so it was fifth grade when my mom died. Okay. okay. Right. And so sixth grade is when everything was starting anew, and just wasn't doing shit. Video games. Yeah, it was that's it. it. Video games, and then the thing is, my mom, she just made food, and you. Ate the food that your mom made. You, your grandma makes food. You finish your plate. That's like right. that's it. But you, you do not throw food away. And so it's like if it's fucking fried chicken, macaroni and cheese, and mashed potatoes, which is macronutrient wise horrible. Oh, I got hungry right now. <laughs> <laughs> you better, you better finish your plate. And so uh, yeah. But then at the same time, you have these people saying, "I love you so much." Right? Yeah. Food equals love. Right. Right. Food equals I love. love you so much. So you don't think anything of it. Until you start to like be self-conscious or aware of it. And mm-hmm. so I knew it was always big. Um, you know, taking my shirt off in the summer. Did it did it make it worse because you're already introvert? So you're already a shy person. You've had a very, very hectic childhood already. So you being shy, you're overweight, and every all the traumas you went to, do you feel like it it just made it easier just to kind of play video games and hide away from everyone or so the the shy comment, I don't think that's it. I was always outgoing, right? Oh, you were outgoing. Outgoing, but not, but I wouldn't go out. I need you to 
Couldn't do it to explain Nah, that. I fucked you up with that one. Yeah, you got me messed up, man. Because <laughs> it's like, because it wasn't like I was afraid to talk to people or like if you put me in a group situation, I wouldn't like cower away. Like, uh, mm-hmm. like I would, I would be okay. Okay. And it wasn't like I was like avoiding situations. I just wasn't putting myself in them. Okay, so you weren't in, in you weren't in search or you weren't in need of like a friendship. Yeah. Like school. Video games. Video games. It was school. You were just chilling. Like and I was, you, but I was I like, need you. I don't need you. But you're cool. Like mm-hmm. type of thing. Okay. Yeah, okay. It was like I wasn't popular. I wasn't a cool kid. But you're still I, floating. But, but I knew people. Okay. You know what I'm saying. Okay. I, I would make friends in every class that I was in. So like, you had you had an average high school right, experience, right? right? You weren't like the popular jock person, mm-hmm. but you also wasn't, weren't the person with the roller backpack. No. Okay. Why'd you laugh at him? <laughs> Why did you laugh at that person? Why did you laugh at that? Judgmental. Because that person is making way more money than me right that now. That person is making way more money than that all of us. Making bank. Because right. that kid got accepted to Harvard. Because they, I know that kid got accepted to Harvard. I, from my, from our school, that kid got accepted. And to Harvard. then in the face of adversity, which is being judged by other people, they chose to remain themselves. I hope they uh, continue to do that. Yeah. Anyway, not me. <laughs> I didn't do that. <laughs> um. And then just back to the story. So it was like school, whatever. I'm good at it. I mean, honors classes. Okay. Like, I don't really do homework. I do homework at lunch. I'm copying homework. Like, typical shit. Like, I'm not yeah. really an, a, a scholar, yeah. but I'm, I'm intelligent. But that was... So I say it like this, but I don't mean it. Like, that was my first, like, downfall. Because I didn't develop discipline. Because shit came easy. What do I need to fucking study for? Yeah. What do you study? What right. do you put study if you're already smart, right? Right. I wouldn't know that, bro. I was horrible in school, though. <laughs> I'm be, why are you laughing at me? I'm be serious. <laughs> I was bad. I, I, so I just, I was just like, just found out that I am like dyslexic, I have ADHD. So I've lived my whole entire life being dyslexic and have ADHD. And in the 90s, because that's how I was born, I'm a 90s baby. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it wasn't a thing to try to get tested for. Nope. You know what I mean? But like I have all the signs of being ADHD and dyslexic. Now I don't take, I'm not going to the doctor, take any medicine, bro. I've lived 30 years with this. It'd be but, all right. but you know, in school, like I really did struggle and I thought I was like the dumbest person in the world, but mm-hmm. it's like, I learned different. Cause there's certain things I could do like stuff like this. Right. And, and you see how I work and how I'm stuff like mm-hmm. that, where I don't feel like I'm working, but then you go ask me to fucking read a book right and i'm over here jumbling and mumbling I'm like, like, I, and then i remember what i read right so i'm just 75 hard i'm like reading the books three times because i'm trying to actually take trying it, to get it. i'm trying to get trying it to get, you know like, so that, yeah so school came easy for you how was that dude i, I didn't really live that life like school was hard for me bro like oh. school like for me i was popular mm-hmm. i'm gonna go th- i was popular mm-hmm. right because i was the overweight person i was a big age i was funny as hell funny i had the big hell. truck I was a DJ, so I had to make sure I had to do all this flashy, cool stuff so people would really like look me, but them. not for me. But they look past me and realize, okay, yes, he's big as shit, but yet he has cool things or he has something to offer. He's going to mm-hmm. drive me to a party or he's going to pay for this date. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, you girls. Pay for the date, get the fat boy to pay for the date. Hey, I yo. did it like a sucker, right? Because I hey. wanted to be accepted so much. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, Shh, fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck right? that. But anyways, but that's, yeah. that's me now. We got to hold me. We, <laughs> yeah. we got to go back. We got to get there. We got to get there. But like, so how was like, you know, actually going to school and actually being intelligent with what you're learning? Like, I don't know. Like for me, like I'm telling you, it was hard. Okay. Like I dreaded going to every class except for like maybe like economics and, and football. Mm-hmm. But all my other five other classes, like I just, I felt so out of place in the classroom. I felt like I had no choice but to be funny or say some dumb stuff mm-hmm. or do some outlandish stuff mm-hmm. to make people laugh because like Lord forbid they picked me to read because that was my biggest fear. I used to go to the restroom when the reading was about to get to me. I put my hand up first, dog. See, What's up? I used to make fun of people like in high school because I was jealous. I understood. Yep. I want to learn how to read so by God, something reads better than me right, right now. You know what I mean? So like that, but yeah, no, I, I used to like dread, like I would probably, I would sweat mm-hmm. 
from like thinking that I was about to get called to read because like I know that I was gonna be made fun of and I'm already mm-hmm. fat, so I don't need you to make fun of my reading. Of course. You know what I mean? Of so course. you 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 enjoyed that. Studies. And so so here's the thing. I'm thinking of like how to explain it to you as you ask that question. You know, how did it feel, you know, going through school being smart? So, you know, you having trouble with school, it like it left a, a mark here. Mm. Yeah. For me, it I just went. I yeah, just I, like breathing air. Like okay, I did school. Yeah, I like, did my assignment. It was assignments. just another. It was just four hours out of your day yeah. that you got to learn. It was, it was. That's it. I just. I did what I had to do, and that was it. See, mine was just fun. Like mine was like I went to school for sports. Mm. You know what I mean? That's what it was. Like I went to school for sports to see my boys to see what we're gonna do this weekend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All that other stuff. Like it wasn't to learn. Like, bro, if you ask me what I learned in high school, I, I bro, I couldn't tell you what, what I learned in boating school is. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. I remember, nah. I remember nothing. I do remember, like, I remember, like, teachers that would, like, kind of tell me that I wasn't smart without saying it. Mm. You know what I mean? I remember, like, teachers like that. I remember teachers, uh, I had one teacher tell me that I was going to work in the fast food business. Thank you. He's going to be flipping burgers. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. I think I make about triple what he makes. Your mom. Her <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he told me, he's like, yeah, he's like, with your attitude and how you act. He's like, you'll be flipping burgers for the rest of your life. I'll see you at the Burger King. But you know what? He needed to tell you that. He needed yeah. to tell you that. Yeah. Because I think he's still a teacher now. I think I just cleared right. over. I think I cleared six figures in the last, like, right. four months. He needed to tell you that, though. That pushed you. That, no, I, maybe, I remember stuff like right. that. You're right. Maybe it does. I remember a lot of the stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, but anyways, get back into you. All right. So All you're, right. you're way to come to problem. So, right? no, it's not becoming a problem. I'm over. It's, it's, it's like a small problem that's just, just always been there. Okay. So like so self-conscious, yeah. Like I'm like I'm in photos smiling shit. At the same time, so like earlier I said, you know, my seven thousand dollar smile. Yeah. My teeth. They were bad. Fucked up. I know, because you brought it up twice before when you got here. So mm-hmm. I knew that you were probably like very like that's kinda like how you talk about your like the seven thousand dollar smile, like how like how you, you talked about how you bad teeth had bad teeth. Mm-hmm. It's like how I would be like, yo, yeah, I'm big AJ or I'm yeah. fat AJ. So they don't know like they, yeah. before you call my teeth out, I'm gonna let you know that my teeth are messed up. Yeah. You know I mean? So yeah, and so, so like at the same, because you said that, I would say before, before I really like came into myself, my confidence, mm-hmm. I would say, I'm just a fat kid from Ewing. Oh, mm. oh yeah. So. I always call it AJ the boss. That bears. The boss. Bears. Oh. How the how the mess with your confidence though? Oh. I mean, well, yeah, you're in, it's insecurity. So how did it mess with your confidence? Oh yeah. Super big insecurity. I had two insecurities my whole life. Mm-hmm. It was being overweight mm-hmm. and having fucked up teeth. And yeah. so there was, just, it was always here. And those are like the two, first, like when you first see somebody, mm-hmm. you see like their smile and you see their how, how their body. Yeah, their body. And right? it's like, I wasn't, I wasn't happy, but I had to put like, who cares? So what? You still have to live life. Like you still have to do things. Yeah. You know, I couldn't allow myself to focus on it. Um, I wasn't working on it, but you know, I still took my shirt off and I had to act like shit was cool. Right. Because when you go to the beach in the summer, like that's what you do. Shit. I mean. Well, me, uh, I had a shirt on for nah, like me, 20, for 30 years. Me, it was man on. up. Like, I, you just have to be yourself. And like, That's I didn't like it, but uh, it was I'm jealous, whatever. I'm jealous of you that one. I even like right now, man, like I, we go out to like the pool parties mm-hmm. and stuff in Vegas and all that. We we go to these like, pool parties. I see like 300, maybe around 400 pound people. I'm like, you are so much more confident than I've ever right, been. Right, right. Because at 
Bro, at 300, 400, 500, 600 for sure. I won't even bring up that number because that I wasn't doing nothing. Mm-hmm. But I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed. so embarrassed to go somewhere to get into a water, to go up to a bar, to be approached by like any a girl. Or I don't know. Like I just everywhere I went, I felt like everyone was staring at me. Like I was, got, I was just... so self-conscious. Yeah, exactly. So like when I see these people at these pool parties and like they're still out and they're enjoying themselves, which being overweight, being obese doesn't mean that you're handicapped, but also at the same time, I also know how uncomfortable it is to be. And I know like those that self-doubt you have. To where, like, you have to have mad confidence I see. to be there. to Because, you know, I'm just using Vegas because we live mm-hmm. here now. Yeah. But, like, when you go to Vegas, there's, you know, there's good-looking guys. There's good-looking girls. Like, I feel like it's, like, that, you know, top-tier people. It's judgment. That are, it's judgment, judgment everywhere. You know, if you're judgment, or, you know, there's the judgment central. And so there, I'm like, bro, that's, you're, you're a badass. Like, right. you know, I, I hope you would want to work on yourself one mm-hmm. day. I hope you want to fix that problem that you have when you realize it's a problem, right, on your time. But the fact that you're here, you're enjoying life, and you just don't care what people say, like, bro, our chick, bro, chick, whatever it is, male, female, you're a badass because you're out there and you're living life. You're not caring what other people think. I always cared about what other people think, so I would never. And you know what? When it comes to, like, people who are, you know, maybe not, you know, the norm, mm-hmm. and they're still living their lives... You know, even my dad, who's like asshole, like, I hope you're happy. Yeah. Like, you're truly happy. Because you're happy now. I'm happy. You could say you could say that now because you're happy. I'm happy. When you weren't happy, you didn't no, think like that. I wish, I wish everybody was happy. You were positive when you were unhappy? Mm-hmm. I was so negative I would when tell I was people that, like, like, they would come to me like, hey, you know, what do I do? Make a decision. Do what makes you happy. Okay, that's cool. Do what makes you how happy. Did you keep that, how did you keep such a positive because mentality? Because I had to do what made me happy. To be able to be okay with my mom dying. Okay in quotations. Yeah. I Okay. So I, you learned that your happiness is the the number one kept secret. Yeah. Like you gotta keep that close to you. So that's like, so interesting. I, I was so unhappy. I seek happiness. So right now I'm allowing myself to feel more emotions. So imagine a, a graph and a sine wave where it goes mm-hmm. up and down. That's what emotions are supposed to be like. Yeah, Those have high highs, low lows. Yeah. Like I didn't learn that. I lost my mom. I was all the way down here. So I'm like, fuck that. Fuck, fuck down up. there. I'm trying yeah. to stay up here and never come back down there. And so, like, when I tell people I hope you're happy, like, I really hope that you're happy with, you know, who you are. You generally want to see them win. Just, just be happy. That's cool. I didn't start wanting to see people happy until I actually started realizing that I was happy. So I made myself happy. So I started doing things in my mm-hmm. life that I was generally really happy. Like, I don't have a Camaro for someone else. I have it for myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing this and being funny and flashy and this and that because I want to make other people like me. Like, I'm just being myself. Yes. I mean, so now I generally want people to be happy. Before, I feel like it would have just been fake and I'm just being honest to myself and to everyone listening. But at the same time, I had to become truly happy in order for me to be like, you know what, whether you like me or not, like, I want you to win. Dog. Like, I feel like I was maybe a little Dog. hater. No, I was no, a little no. bitter. It's the saying, like, if you want to change the world, change yourself. Yeah, change yourself, man. Come on. That's it. Positivity so, radiates. And then at the same time, I wanted to, to note this. I can even send you screenshots. Like, we're talking Facebook. Like, Facebook went like, that was the shit before Instagram, mm-hmm. TikTok. Like, my bio in, face, in Facebook was, you should never apologize for being yourself. And then and then in on Instagram, I haven't changed my bio for years. It's... Be yourself. Well, you ran with that. That's it. Be you yourself. Ran. And because it's a note to myself. And if you, and everyone out there is like, for everyone listening right now, for anyone, like, from sharing his story and his upbringing is what he's went through at such a young age until, you know, obviously, you know, now, we, everything, you, that's not the only thing you've been through in oh, life, yeah. right? Definitely not the only fight you've had to fight. <laughs> but at the same time, like, for you to have this positive outlook on life at, you know, lose your mom at such a young age, like, I think it's safe to say, and I have a positive outlook on losing my grandpa. And going through what I went with him, it's like, I think it's safe to say that we're not 
we're average people. Mm. Like we, we're not unnor- we're not unnormal people. Like we're going something where people who went through situations that have been in very very bad and very low places, very dark places, but yet we still found light at the end of that tunnel. Mm-hmm. Right, because there's so many people that go through these trials and tribulations and they just give up. Give up. Right, everything's too difficult. Everything's against me. me Everyone's me, me. against me. Me, me, me. Why me? Why me? Why me? You know what I mean? But if we kind of like take a step back from the situation and you find out what we could pull out of that negative situation and turn into positive, then that was a learning situation, right? So even and a lot a- of people don't do that. They always want to focus on the negative stuff. Want to focus on that girl who made fun of them, that guy who made fun of them, the. The the you know the the boss is the asshole the the, the friend who 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 cheat the girlfriend who cheated on it but you can't control all that stuff that you're complaining about but you could control your health you could control how you handle situations you could control your actions you could control your nutrition you could control your your physical your mental your spiritual all that stuff mm-hmm. but we like to focus and give up on the the things that we cannot control because I honestly feel like it's a cop out mm-hmm. it's easy to, to 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 go on the things that we can't control. And, and, and kind of blame everything else instead of actually focus on things we can't fix, mm-hmm. right? So it's easier, it's right? Easy. We, know how easy, we know the easy way out. It's easy. You know where, it's, easy way, it's where did the easy way get you? It's easy. What, what? Where did it get you? A life I could have never imagined. No, I said the easy way. Where did the easy way? Where did taking the easy way get you? Oh, just fucking unhappy, right? dissatisfied. Yeah. And like, then you got up to what? What was your number? Like over 290. Over 290, close to 300. I like you're really honest with that number too. That's why I don't say, I say over 600, but I don't say the exact number. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, like it's so, I could easily say 300. And before the, before the, we get into the weight was, you know, you fighting what you, what you had overcome. Was that before the weight loss? Was that during the weight loss? Or was that after? Before. Why don't you tell them what you, what you're diagnosed with in in that struggle right there, man? Because that to me is crazy. Okay, boom. Those photos are like really crazy. Like yeah. When I look at them and I, I see the, the hospital photos, mm-hmm. I'm looking, I'm like, that doesn't even look like my boy. Yo. Like you, it's crazy. I look at it and I'm like, that's me. Mm. I'm I'm that person. And then, you know, surviving that and then being like who I was before, I'm like, that's also me. And I, in the beginning of this, this weight loss journey, I'll get to it. I'll tell them what it is. Yeah. I disassociated. Like, I don't know that guy. He's dead. Yeah, but I I'm him. Yeah, and so, boom, going through all this, you know, life's getting back to normal. Shit's cool. Like I'm floating, you know, through school. I got my best friends, chilling, doing shit. Out of nowhere, I'll give you the story for it too. Out of nowhere, I got this crazy back pain. Unexplainable, just constant back pain. Um, doesn't go away. I I, I, I it's hard to sleep. I'm like in the cafeteria and lunch crying. Like, I go to a hospital, they're like, hey, uh, you have back spasms. Here, take these fucking high pain medications, like these yeah. high dosages. Like, bet. I take it, <clears throat> losing mad weight. I'm not eating. That's how much pain I'm in. I'm drinking. My piss is super yellow because I'm dehydrated. Yeah. Right. I went to church with my Aunt Brenda. Um, Aunt Brenda is my dad's mom. When we moved with my dad, Aunt Brenda stepped up a lot. My grandma right. stepped up a lot. We stepped up a lot. And so... I stand up, I'm about to pass out, right? The back pain, the pain medicine, it's numbing it, but I'm not good. Go to the, go back to the hospital, they're like, ah, still still back spasms, like, you're good. Go ahead. Then I'm like, I go, I go spend the night at Aunt Brenda's house. I'm like, I'm crying hysterically throughout the night. I miss my sister's prom because I didn't want to leave the bed. Like, yeah. miss that whole shit. And so it's like, I was gonna, I wanted to start losing weight because I was chunky. And I was, uh-huh. I'm, I'm aware of it because I'm in high school now. Like, fuck it, I'm going to go play football again. The girls. Right. 
I'm going to play football again. Uh-huh. I do tryouts in excruciating pain. I'm like, I'm the last one doing everything. I'm the last one running down the field, doing the drills. Right? I'm like, fuck it, though. Endure. Like, get through it. Like, whatever. Yeah. Like, your dad's telling you, uh, man up. You know, shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, the so that's all you know. That's, it's embedded to you. Right? And Brenda's like, enough. So we go to a different hospital. They're like, hmm, this shit looks weird. Right? So they yeah. sent me to a different hospital. And it's like, yeah, they specialize in, you know, some things, blah, blah, blah. Because I don't think they want to scare us. Mm. But they're like, I think the hospital knew what was going on. So, boom. They're like, ambulance. Now, go. Go to this hospital. Do oh, they work. took you in an ambulance? Am- ambulance. Wow. I, was, I just went to the emergency room. They're like, yeah, <laughs> get up there now. Oh, they knew for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They knew. Right. And so I get there. This also a blur, but I've reached back to try to like relive those moments so I could tell the story. Yeah. I get there. Tests, needles, shit, all up in my arms. I'm in machines, this machine's x-ray, um, echocardiograms for the heart, and then like um, whatever the other one is, the, the CAT scan. Mm-hmm. Boom, whatever. They do all that, go to bed. I get my own hospital room on this floor. I don't know what this floor is, right? It's just a floor in a hospital to me. Boom, the next day, you know, I'm waking up, you know, I have my family in the, the hospital room with me, my aunts, Aunt Brenda, Aunt Beverly, um, and then the doctors, they go, they do their rounds. Uh-huh. They walk in the room and and they look at me, they go, I don't know the words that they said it, but Jonathan, you have leukemia, right? In a days, I'm like, the fuck is that? Like, I'm like, in my responses is, is that cancer? Yeah. They're like, yes, yes, it is. And so, like, my experience with cancer up to that point is that people get bald and then the people die. Yeah. So, hysterically crying. I'm holding my Aunt hand, crying. Somebody calls my, my grandma, tells them. I'm like, what's happening? Like, yeah. what does this mean? Like, yeah, because you have that 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 taste in your mouth for what cancer is, and mm-hmm. like I said, losing hair and then passing. And away. so, like, I'm like I'm about to die. I'm like, my mom died, so that's not great. But me too now. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so it's like hysterical. I'm not. I'm not there. I just had all these tests done. I don't know what's going on. I'm in a, a complete daze. Yeah. But I'm like, if you see photos, I'll share. I'll share photos if you want to use yeah. them. But like, I. <laughs> I'm super skinny, super skinny. I was a chunky kid. My face, nothing there. Like I'm in the, I'm walking around the hospital bed. You I'm, posted some, right? Yeah, there's some. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's you some. posted some. I seen some. I'm just like, no, Man. most of them I'm chunky because I'm on steroids. But like the original, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll look them up. Like my, my booty cheeks hanging out the fucking um, uh, robe for yeah, the, the hospital one. robe. I want that one. <laughs> I want that your, your, and your, I'm, your I'm straight, contact number. I'm straight skinny. Just yeah. Well, you have cancer. That 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 is like. Yeah, so you weren't eating. Right. And so this is this is the explanation. So hold on, let me get back to the to the story. So boom, they're like, You have cancer, right? Ah crying. That's me crying. Ah That's you? Ah do it again? <laughs> okay, cool. That's crying. And One so, more time? Ah. Okay. <laughs> I got it. I got it. And so but they're like, We have a treatment plan. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? They're like, You have a cure? They're like, No, there's no cure. <laughs> What you mean? I'm laughing at the face you just gave me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I just asked you what cancer is. Uh-huh. And you're like, you have a, like, what does this mean? And so they break it down. And so they have a treatment process. I'll be a part of a trial, shit like that. I'll take yeah. all these medicines, go through the whole chemotherapy treatment. 
And um, I'll go into something what's called remission. Whereas what, what my cancer was, it's ALL leukemia, acute lymphoblastic leukemia. And so my body produce, produced immature T cells. And so you need T cells to do, you know, primary functions in your blood. And so they weren't doing that. And because um, they weren't doing what they were supposed to do, my bone marrow in my hip dried up. Mm. And so that's what the, the back pain was, the bone marrow drying up. And so just fucking not having that shit that you need for months. And my dad's like, which, I don't, you know what? Put, I'll put him under the bus. Like, he's like, suck it up. Like, I, I have memories of crying at night. My dad's downstairs getting drunk with his friends. I'm calling Aunt Brenda. Can you please come, you know, to help me? Yeah. Like, so, boom, get the diagnosis. And so, you know, for anybody that is feeling some type of way, a couple of days after we started treatment, I went into remission. And so that means that my body was no longer producing cancerous cells. I still had to go through the chemotherapy treatment to ensure that, you know. It was it, all gone. It was all gone. Didn't yeah. come back. And then, boom, then it begins. It's like. This is this is your new life. And so, ooh, I love I love talking about this because people say, Oh my God, you know, you're so strong. You know, you've been through so much. Like, you breathe air because you want to live, right? Like, yeah. You think I'm just not gonna do this shit? Yeah, like you had no choice but to fight. Right. You've you've been fighting since you're eleven. Right. Like, and you know so, what I mean? Like, like people people don't understand that, like, some of the, the I feel the most successful people have these these stories. Now I think anyone could be successful, mm-hmm. but like you, you've been at the bottom. You've been through your own trenches. You've been uh, at your lowest part of your life to where like you don't want to feel like that anymore, mm-hmm. right? And when if anyone right now is listening and could go to that lowest part of their life anymore, I guarantee they'll do everything to not feel like that again. Like I'll do everything in my power to never feel like I felt when I was over six hundred pounds, depressed and suicidal, mm-hmm. right? So, so you. You're gonna fight. Oh yeah, I have. If you if you don't want to be in that predicament, you're gonna fight as much yeah. as you can, and that's what you've done. But not even not mm-hmm. e- so. It's not even it's not even a fight. I'm gonna do what the fuck I need to do to stay alive and make sure that this shit doesn't come back for me. So it's like when they talk about, oh, you're so strong. Yes, I take that only because I didn't let that shit change me. Yeah. Because like people go through it, and then they become a completely different person. Yeah. They're like defeated. Yeah. It was like so through everything, I I remained positive. Like they called me the governor on the hospital floor because I never stayed in my room. I was out talking to the other patients, Being the other kids. I was, it was like 2 a.m. I'm talking to nurses and like the, this happy, fun, go lucky guy uh-huh. that I am now. Like I was him. Yeah. That's you. And so why? Why? Why am I like that? Back to my mom. That's terrible. Let's be happy. Going through cancer. That's terrible. Let's be happy. Wow. It was a coping mechanism. So being, but, being happy was your Band-Aid. Right. That is very, in, bro, that is so interesting. <laughs> like, I've never I've never met anyone that it, it, it announced that their way of dealing through heartache and pain in, in trials and tribulation was being happy. I want to get back to you being normal. Yeah. You wanted your life normal so bad, you'll, you'll fake it every single day until you actually feel that version. Right. Do you like, feel like that way now? Are you actually happy now? Oh, I'm happy as hell. I know you are. I just want to hear you say it. Oh, I'm happy. I feel like I feel like we need oh. to hear that. I mean, because we're getting oh, deep I'm right happy. now. You know what I mean? Because this is your story, man. Oh yeah, like, this is your story. And I know as we have these conversations, which you know start off funny and then they get to the serious and they go back to funny. Yeah. You know I mean, but whatever it is, but you're you're talking to yourself right now. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? This has been probably been a long time since you either 
for maybe it's the first time you ever shared your story like this, or it's his first time in a very long time that you've talked your whole story and up. you realize where you you brought it up and you realize where you came from, right? Because we, we let's be honest, we talked about earlier, we, we kind of forget where we come from, right? As being online coaches, we have to put ourselves back in that old mm -hmm. version of you, right? That old version of myself type of thing. Um, and I think a lot of us don't put ourselves back to our old version of ourselves because it takes us back to a place that was dark. You have to visit it though. Right, but don't sometimes, li don't sometimes, live there. Yeah, some don't. I don't. Yeah, don't live there. Don't but some, live there. Oh, today's Lake Day. I had to go visit it. Oh, I had to go say hi to Grandpa real quick. <sighs> I had to think about that because that was that last rep. I was like, I was either, man, I need Grandpa's house. Put your I hand was, on me. I thought nah, I seen him for a second. I, nah. I thought I seen him. I seen something. It was a white light. Me, I'm like, if I'm dying, I'm dying. <laughs> oh man, I'll dig it deep. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what it was but, for that one. And and so, is that why you are who you are right now? Like the person I've been hanging out with for a day and a half, like the, you, you, you faked the happiness so much. Now you're actually living it. Oh, no, no, no. It wasn't a fake happy. You were actually happy. I was focusing on. Only I can't even comprehend that. I just keep on asking about it. It's so yeah. hard to comprehend. I was like, only focusing on shit that made me happy. So like. Do you. Okay. So question. Okay. Do you feel it's from. I know you've always been a positive person, mm -hmm. right? It sounds like you've always been a positive person, even with all the, the stuff you went through with your mom. Right. But do you think once you you were diagnosed with cancer and you beat your cancer, do you feel like that gave you a whole new perspective and a whole new respect on life? Heightened it. It heightened my perspective on life. Yeah. It's so like, imagine like a Dr. Seuss machine. You know, the, the, the creatures <laughs> well, go. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> the, I know, yeah. the creatures go in the machine and then come, come like small and then and come, they come out, out bigger. bigger. Yeah. Because it was then like. Because, like, these will be words until you do something that makes you experience it. Yeah. Like, I lost it. You lost it. It's cool. Hold on. You got it? It's coming back? Yes. Let's go. And thank you. This is for intermission <laughs> right now. Thank you for first form for sponsoring this. <laughs> Sorry, man. Yeah, you got to get it. It's the small things that matter, but it's also the small things that don't matter. So, like, for example, because this is something that I actually did. Yeah. Um, Somebody buys me something, like, for my birthday. Huh. Like, oh, fucking lovely great like ecstatic love it thank you so much right and then think about like a, a collegiate career you're in college right you take you know 60 80 whatever classes large amount of classes i fail a class ah whatever i'll retake it and keep going so like a small thing of a gift from somebody else means so much small thing of, of failing a class and it, like hitting a bump on the road means nothing exactly. keep going and so it's like, it was then that I realized that when you get so close to almost dying, it's like, why do I really care about shit that doesn't really matter? Facts. That, then that, yeah. Now that I could definitely relate with. Now I obviously didn't come close to dying as because I had cancer, mm -hmm. but I was very, very, very close to taking my own life because I was such in a dirty, bad, very low mm -hmm. place in my life where um, we were talking about a little bit in the truck today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I know how it is to be at rock bottom at, at like this version of yourself where you feel like you're now just a burden, right? Like, I, I was looking at myself, like, I'm just going to become, like, this person that stays in bed all day, and my, my girlfriend's got to wipe my ass, or she's going to leave me, so my mom's going to have to wipe my ass, and then, you know, I'm going to die there and have to freaking get a 3XL freaking, uh, you know, coffin oh, to bury basket, me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I was feeling, right? So, like, when we were talking earlier and about respecting life and, and you know, and taking advantage of, of all these situations, positive or negative, that that's something where I felt like we both, I went on a rant because like I respect oh, yeah. my life because I was so ready to just not want to be here, mm -hmm. to not be here. I wasn't not that I didn't want to, I didn't want to be here at that time. I was ready to not be here and mm -hmm. be okay with it because I felt like I was at a so such a low part of my life that now 
bro, everything that I get to do, right? This podcast, just hanging with my friends, going to the gym, having an amazing relationship with my girlfriend and family and friends. Like I respect it because at one point in my life, I didn't cherish it. I didn't care about it. it. I didn't care if I woke up the next day or not. Right. I didn't, it didn't, it didn't, none of that stuff phased me. It just mm-hmm. didn't bother me. It just was, it was just a thought. Mm-hmm. But now that I am looking at what I've had and, and, and what I have and what we, I've, we've built as a, as a team, as a brand, uh, I respect it so much that like, I'm so disappointed in myself for even thinking that I didn't even want to be here. But you can't, you mean, you can't do that. Oh yeah. I was in yeah. a different headspace, but you yeah. know, but that's how much I respect my life, now, you know, yeah. uh, is, is because, you know, when we, you know, it's like that 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 saying. You know, you don't you don't respect what you have until you you don't no longer have it, mm-hmm. right? I think I butchered that, but that's what I, that's how I feel, bro. Because like I'm grateful, bro. Oh like, yeah, I'm grateful. Like you know, we had an idea to move to Vegas to start a podcast. Now you know, we start off with one camera, and we get two cameras, and we got three. Now we have all set, and now I have a <laughs> logo that lights up. You know what I mean? But like, it, it, I'm grateful for this stuff because like I was. I told you last night when we we're heading out, like. Bro, I was driving Uber at the lowest I've ever been. My, I didn't think my girlfriend respected me because I taught all these big dreams. But yeah, I'm driving Uber at 600 pounds. Like, that was like a strike to my ego. You know what I mean? I had to sell an Xbox to pay bills. You know what I mean? It was hard for me to wipe my own ass. I couldn't see my own dick. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like very just unhappy with the life that I was living and to the point where I was just okay with not being here anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. And then now where I'm at today and what I build and what I've got to done and uh, what I got to done, what, you got to done? what I've got to do and what I've, I've accomplished <laughs> and what I'm still continuing to accomplish. Like, bro, like I respect that so much more. And I think that I had to go through all that. I feel like you had to go through everything you went to through in order for you to build this version of yourself today to where you actually respect it. And you know that you'll you'll you will never take it for granted, bro. Mm-hmm. You will what you do right now in, 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 in the memories and the in the stories that you're going to create and the memories you're going to make and uh, the people you're going to help and the people you're going to talk to like you're always going. You're never going to take that for granted. Mm-mm. Right. Because at one point in your life, you were talking to a doctor, not knowing how long you had to be here or if whatever that day, yeah. you know, whatever it might be. And so, like, you know, you're it's because we went through all this stuff because we've been, you know, through our version of rock bottom, you know, we get to really sit here and be like, I'm, I'm thankful. Right. 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 Bird shits on my truck. I just washed it. Okay. I smile. I stub my toe. I laugh. Get a flat tire. I get a, get a flat tire. I'm glad. I, I'm glad. Cause at one point I got a flat tire. There was, was there's no money to fix it. it. I just drive. That's it. Go get a fix. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Now I can drive and go get, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I, I'm grateful for mm-hmm. all this stuff. And, it's a it's a blessing to be able to, you know, have this stuff and share this stuff with my friends and family and be able to sit next to someone that also I know cherishes life so much because, you know, there's people out right here in life and they're like, oh, what are you talking about? Like, cherish life, cherish life. Not cherish your life doesn't have to mean being suicidal or, mm-hmm. or getting getting diagnosed with cancer. Not cherish your life could be you not taking care of yourself. You're not taking care of your your health. You're not taking care of your body. You're not taking care of the things you need to do, of you need to do, reaching the goals that you set. Like that also is not respecting your life. Of course, you know I mean because everything we're doing right now, everything that you you did, well, obviously you couldn't control the cancer part, but the weight part, mm-hmm. you know, everything I did going up to weight part was me not respecting myself, me not respecting my word, me not respecting my body, mm-hmm. which led me into a life that I didn't want to live. So people are thinking like, well, I didn't have suicidal thoughts. You don't have to have suicidal thoughts right. to not respect yourself. Right, us overeating every single day, us indulging, us not taking our voice serious, us not going to, you know, get some type of outdoor activity done, us not, you know, controlling what we eat. That's also not respecting our life. I call it so two things, right? What you said is like, yeah, we had to 
get to those lowest points, right? Yeah. But then, like, when you're at that lowest point, there's nothing. Like nothing. It's black. Bro. You're in a tunnel, and it's there's dark. no other side. There's no right. light. There's then, no light. As I, I would say, we're advocates. As an advocate of people who have, who have been at low points, you know, I like to. I, this is a saying that I've adapted for myself that I tell people all the time. You have to go through it to grow through it. I like that. You have That's to go, facts. You have to go just through. Just like putting the post today talking about that. Right. You know, I mean, people like you know, leading by example, and obviously, we're not done learning. <sighs> right. You came down here to learn. Yeah, you came down here to learn. You literally came down here to learn. I know. I know um, one thing, and that's that I know nothing. Yeah, don't let what you do know stop affect you learning what you don't know. Yeah, right. <clears throat> I, told, I I really stand by that because shit. No, I, mean, I don't know anything. Like you said, I don't know. We don't know anything. Right. We're learning every single day. You know, I I can do shit. I'm good at it, but it's like I'm always open. I know that I could do things better. Yeah. This is like you want more. One more. You that's have what you to. do more. That's why you're in Vegas right now. Yeah. You wanted to learn. You wanted to. You say you wanted to write first class. I'm glad you think I'm I'm first class. I'm glad. I appreciate that. I, that hope, you, I hope you think you're I, first class, dog. You know, Look I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest, and I'm and I'm gonna tell you why I think this. I don't think like that. I don't ever want to see myself. Other people see me, right? Because I never want to become cocky. I never want to become arrogant, and I always just want to continue to be myself. Right. How you look at me is amazing. Right. Mm -hmm. How you look at me and you you want to, you know, do certain things like I do and you want to know how I do certain things and, and whatever it might be. However you look at me. That's cool. Mm -hmm. That is amazing. How me, how I look at myself. I'm just Anthony Lopez and I'm blessed with the opportunity to help people. So therefore, I'm always going to be Anthony Lopez of and course. I'm always going to want to help people, you know. So like when people are like, oh, yeah, like how's it feel? Blah, blah, blah. When I talk to people from like high school and stuff like that, like how's it feel? You get to do all this and you do this. If you're like Mr. Famous, now, I'm like, I'm really not. I'm right, not. I'm right, just Anthony right. Lopez who decided to change his life around and decided to document the stuff that people didn't want to document. Right? I want to break it down. Yeah. I want to break it down, though. Break it right? down for me. Because for the same... Ficky, ficky, ficky. <laughs> for the same reason, people look up to me. Yeah, right? they do. I get... You know, I got a lot of DMs, like, super excited that we're with each other. <laughs> right. They got a lot of people. They were like, bro, I've been following you guys and your journey for a long time. It's amazing to see two amazing people or two of my favorite... I think they called us influencers. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I hate that word. Yeah. Uh, you know, who my favorite influencer is going to be in the same in the same like you know house. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, man, it, you've you've brought a lot of motivation to people. And so the, that's the thing, right? So yeah, I've done it, right? But to go back, like I didn't start on this journey and I go through it so I could be here to do this. I did this for myself. Exactly. That's crazy. And so when people were like, and so you know, now I've changed myself. I care about my appearance. You know, my work ethic. Oh my gosh, I bro. <laughs> We could have a whole podcast on that. <laughs> I never cared about my appearance. Hold on, hold on. Let me get this thought. I know. Oh, did I cut you off? Yeah, yeah. I care ADHD. Blame <laughs> the ADHD. I've already had your conversation in my head. That's why I'm done. I'm already, I'm already done with the podcast. I'm eating tacos right now. I care about my appearance, things like that. And so, like, I've changed for myself. And so people are like, oh, my God, how'd you do it? You know, you're so great, blah, blah, blah. And, like, at the same time, I know who I am as a person. Yeah. I am Jonathan Walker. You are Anthony Lopez. Yeah. You are. You have achieved great things, but you're not focusing on the great things. You're, you're achieving more. I've achieved great things. I'm, I want to achieve more. So when I look at myself, I'm like, people are like, ah, blah, 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 compliment. I'm regular. I'm a regular guy. Just like you and me. We're, we have the same. We both lead. We yeah. both have, you know, mental health problems. Uh, if you're alive, you have something with your mental health. There's just. It's not life ain't easy. Yeah. So We're not the only two people over here that right, through some, some right. growth, but there's a lot of stories out there. And so it's like, yes, you know, you may think that I put you on a pedestal. I don't. But I know that you you've achieved things I would like to achieve, yeah. So I look to you for inspiration, guidance, things like that. And so I, 
you're not on a pedestal. Like I'll dap you up like my sister. Like you are like call me your sister. What? Just call me your sister. My sister's my best friend. Okay. I'll we'll be your sister. Then. Okay. I said like my sister. No, you said I'm your sister, so <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not your sister. No, no, no. Anyway. I'm your sister. But sister like, in the chat, please. Sister in the chat. <laughs> and then it's like like last night, like everybody knows who Joey Swole is. He was just a regular guy. What are the odds? He's just a regular guy. Yeah. At we went out and we saw him. We just yeah, we, 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 Big John pointed him out. We're in the club. We're like you know, boom, 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 right. boom, boom. It was all EDM music. So there was like you were just head banging all night, right? right? That's what we're doing. And then like John's like, "Yo, is that Joey Swole?" I'm like, first off, bro, I've never seen Joey Swole outside of a gym, <laughs> right? And then I look over there and you see big ass Joey Swole, freaking why in the why in his sweatpants in his gray Perfect. sweatpants. Like he right. just came back from the from the gym. Like that's how he looked. He, right. I was like, "Oh, that is Joey Swole." Yeah. So we go say what's up to him and stuff. Like that. We ended up having tacos with him. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, people were taking pictures with him. Right, but then we're. We're regular people. And so, like, you're a regular person, but you've yeah. achieved greatness. I'm a regular person. I've achieved... I've achieved great things. I haven't achieved greatness yet. I've achieved great things. Greatness is a perspective thing. But you've achieved great things. Yeah. And so, it's like that. It's like, yes, we... I say I'm on Instagram to inspire and motivate. Because mm-hmm. I know there's a there's so much shit on Instagram. Mm-hmm. With people flexing, people lying, mm-hmm. people trying to, like, sell, sell people short, like, just to make money. And then, like, they edit their photos. Like, maybe I'll add, like, a filter because I'm, I'm trying to see well, some abs. Well, filter, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but. but Like, we were talking about full-on Photoshop. But it, but it's not like, hey, look at me. I'm sexy. It's no, look, I've achieved this. And so, like, this. my, like, the, the algorithm did its thing. Uh-huh. So, it connects me with people who were like me when I was, you know, overweight. Yeah. And, and that, that, in that mental space. And so, when they see somebody that did it, when they see somebody that did it, they're like, hold on now. This thing that I think is impossible might be possible. Might just be possible. With but a little but bit of but work. then they sell themselves short because like nah, he's different. Oh. He he's not he's not he's not going through what I went through. He doesn't know what I did. He's taking steroids. He's right. this. So you took the easy way out. He had the gastric sleep, bro. Right. Yeah. You know. And, but you know what? Though let me so let me just bring up. Let me just like highlight two of these things you're talking about. Right. One, I just went through a situation like that, and I killed it with kindness, and I'm very happy I did that, mm-hmm. and I didn't react the way that I wanted to react, right? Because I'm really poppy in my mouth sometimes. I got to check myself sometimes, right? But another reason why I understand why these people do hate on maybe what we're doing or what we have done, I understand. And I'm not mad at them because I was a hater when I was unhappy. Mm-hmm. I, I was a hater. I would look at people on social media, and I would talk smack. I would make a fake account, and I would say something rude that I wouldn't say, <laughs> I wouldn't say in the face. I'm being honest. Yeah. Because I was so mad that that person lost 30, 40, 50, 60 pounds. Mm-hmm. Right? Or I was so mad that that girl that I wanted to date now has a boyfriend that just says she didn't want to date anyone. Mm-hmm. Like, it was bothered me. Mm-hmm. Right? I, was, I, seen, I hated to see other people doing what I really wanted to do, but I wasn't really ready to put in the work. I wasn't willing to put in the work. I wasn't really to get my hands dirty. I wasn't really willing to, to you know, cut my calories down. I wasn't willing to go walk around the gym or go to the gym. Like, I wasn't really willing to put in that work, but I was willing to hate on anyone that was doing it. Mm-hmm. So when I see these people that come, the comments they put on your stuff and my stuff, whether it be loose skin stuff or whatever, this, whatever it is they want to talk about that mm-hmm. day, I relate with them. Mm-hmm. I relate with them 100% because I was also a hater. And that's okay. If you're a hater right now, that's fine. Work on yourself. I promise you it feels way better to live this life that I'm living right now than it did me living that life where I was actually really unhappy. But I faked the funk because every single day I woke up, I was living a fake life. Mm-hmm. Right? And then getting into another you know, thing, uh, what you talked about is like they think that, oh, well, they just did that overnight. Yeah. Right? Oh, they've always had this luxury apartment. They've always had this... I don't know how much money I spent on this podcast. I don't want to bring it up how much money, but you know, whatever it might be, right? I had a comment like that. 
Uh, someone let me kind of really rubbed me the wrong way. It rubbed of me course. the point where I screenshotted it and I posted on my stories. I got mad. I got like I know what I've had to do to get here. I know what I've I know what I've had to be go through. I know the the different trainers I've been through. I know the situations I've been through. The the people taking advantage of me. People always wanting me to go. I know the 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 the, the mud I've been drug drug through, and it's only for me to know. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying no one's been in this situation. I'm just saying that I know what I've been through. I know how hard I had to work. I know how it was to take a year off of work to to take care of my grandpa that had cancer and to come back to all these bills stacked up in front of me, IRS stuff. I know what I've had to do driving for Uber almost two years um, because I couldn't, I couldn't, I wasn't making enough money to pay all my bills. Like I know how hard I've worked. Right. Mm-hmm. So when I seen this comment and, and, and uh, shout out to that, I think his name was David or something like that. Uh, it ended up being a good thing. Right. Because he commented that and he's like, well, you know, it's easy to, to do your cardio on a $10,000 Stairmaster. Yep. I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, it's crazy. <clears throat> two years ago I was driving Uber. You know, maybe it's like two and a half years ago. Now I was driving Uber, and you know, and he told me that he, he, in, the, in the comment he put that you know, we, about a lot, about all of us have the luxury of going to the gym. I have two kids with learning disabilities. I was like, well, I comment back. And I was really mad. It really bothered me. By coming back, I was like, something just told me, chill, right? This guy's venting to you. He's talking to you right now. Mm-hmm. He is upset, but he is talking to you. I was like, man. I was like, I'm. I think you're a badass for what you're doing, taking care of your kids that have learning disabilities. Um, and I just want to let you know, I also have a sister who has a learning disability, so. I know how much time, and I see my mom raise, uh, you know, raise us three, um, you know, as a single mother. I know how much work I had to put in. My sister needed a little bit more attention than all of us, right? And we all had to step up, and I had to step mm-hmm. up as a little brother to help. I was like, so you know what, man? If everything you told me is true, you know, I want to pay your gym membership for a year. And I said, send me a DM. And I get a DM from him, and he tells me, he's like, man, everything that I'm, I told you in that comment was true. Um, I probably could have worded that differently. I didn't definitely didn't mean to disrespect. I love to see what you do. Because all but living the this life that I'm living is hard. And I was like, I mean everything you said. I said, and I was like, I mean everything I said, man. I would love to pay your gym membership for a year for a plan of fitness. Um, I know that it's not easy and I, and I know that you were just talking. And um I then he sent me a voice memo. He sent me two voice memo and he was basically like, Man, he's like, thank you. Mm-hmm. Like I I don't want to take this handout. I'm telling you that right now. So, but I appreciate it. And he ended up saying yes, because I want to do it for him. You know, and, and, and just sometimes, you know, you don't know what people are going through. You don't know their situations. Both, he didn't know my situation mm-hmm. and what I've had to do to, to work for all this stuff. And I didn't know that what he's going through, mm-hmm. right? So by me commenting just a mean, hateful thing, by, oh, well, must suck for you, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? If I would have did something like right. that, right? It, it could have really damaged them. But I decided something just told me not. I was really mad for some reason. I deleted it off the stories. I was like, because we were talking back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm about to pay for a gym membership for a year. So hopefully, you know, he gets his health in line a little bit. So he could be longer there for the kids. And, you know, it just goes to show you, like, you don't know what the, you may see someone's pretty pennies and cars and this and that. But you don't know what they've been to get there. You see my loose skin and you see loose skin and you think that like, oh, well, they just don't care about the loose skin. They have no insecurities. We may have really big insecurities that we just may not talk about or may not show. You just never know what anyone's going mm-hmm. through. And you also never know what someone had to do to get there. Right? You don't you don't know. Like, you know, if you would if you show me the life you live now, I would have never known any of the things that you've just brought oh, yeah. up to me through this podcast. You know what I mean? I, I know your mom had passed away. Yeah. Because you tried to get me to say that joke about your mom and you tried to make fun of <laughs> like you I knew you're gonna make you feel guilty. <laughs> but everything else though, you know what I mean? And like, you know, we're sitting here and we're talking about this stuff mm-hmm. and you know, we're just sharing a story of like, you know, we all have a story. Right, know, but these aren't sad songs. No. These are just our stories. And you know, you know what the crazy part is? What? At the same at the same time that it's like, oh my God, you went through this, you went through that. Like I don't like people don't know your stories. And so when, when they get upset, they just project yeah. their own stories. 
And it's like, as we're going through it, though, it's normal. Like yeah. this is this is regular life to me. There is no normal life. It, 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 yeah, just like yeah, because you know what it is. Like our feet are in those shoes. Mm-hmm. Our feet are in those Crocs. Mm-hmm. Like those are our Crocs. Oh yeah. There's other people that've been through the same trials and tribulations, right? Mm-hmm. But these are our Crocs. These are my shoes. These mm-hmm. are my foot that are in them, right? So you don't really pay attention to what you're going through because you're actually going through it. But someone on the outside looking in, they may handle their sheep. They they may handle it, or maybe they did something different, mm-hmm. or may they have a negative taste or an, uh, a horrible feeling about that situation where they're like, "Oh, well, you're not going to do that because I can't do that," or "I didn't, right. I I didn't have a mom either, and uh, I wasn't positive, so there's no way you're positive, mm-hmm. right?" It's just more of just like you know, you're upset. They're upset at the situation upset. because they see someone that has the same upbringing as them, but yet you did not fall victim into what you should be. You became who you wanted to be. There's there's somebody out there doing exactly what you want to do simply because they believed in themselves that's it that's we didn't it. even get into your whole weight loss yeah we, didn't even we get got to- into no well you know i feel like <laughs> bro i feel like this is not your first time being in vegas uh i mean this, this is your first time being in vegas yeah. but this is not your last time being in vegas um and i feel like we could even we could we go we go we, we'll do it again because i know we want we want to talk about um in this next podcast coming up me and you we want to talk about how we feel that society is pushing this obese lifestyle is okay and healthy mm-hmm. right and that's going to be even they go so maybe we could get a little bit more of your your the weight story. over there because okay. like this was an amazing story mm-hmm. right this is like over, over achieving and overcoming you know setbacks in, in in your mindset of being so positive in such negative and, and these are true negative situations yeah i wish we were recording recording that conversation we had in the truck when i was like no one fucking knows what hard is Right. And I said that and I didn't know that you got a phone call that your mom was dead. Oh, yeah. Remember I said that, Chuck? I was like, you f- f- hard, hard is, wake, is waking up to a phone call knowing that your mom's dead. I didn't know that's how you were, were contacted. I was saying, like, that's what the fuck hard is. And I'm complaining about being over 600 pounds, but yet I had enough money. My family had enough money to feed me to get to fucking yep. over 600 pounds. You know, people are complaining that they freaking, you know, that they can't, they, they don't have, they work so much and don't have enough money to go out. But yet they have a car, they have a house, they have this, they have that. Right. Everyone thinks like, oh, everything's so hard. Everything's so hard. You know, what I mean, we don't even know what the fuck hard is. Not a lot of us have to struggle. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of us know what a real struggle is because everyone has a fucking twelve hundred dollar phone. Everyone. Them. If you show me your, your debit card, your debit card transformation for the last 60 days, there's fast food, mm-hmm. there's cigarettes, there's vapes, there's going out. There's whatever it is that we is unnecessary, right? We don't need it. We don't need it, mm-hmm. but we do it. Right. Because but that's just normal to us because it makes us feel good. But it makes us feel good. It makes us feel good. But yet. These same people that say they don't have time for the gym, they don't have time to work on themselves, they don't have time for X, Y, and Z, they have time for other things they're actually working against what the fuck they need what's to your, do. What's your screen time on your phone looking like? Bro, mine's bad. No, I mean, but those people. So, like... Oh, yeah. Oh, oh like, bro, yeah, bro. Like our job is, bro. like, Instagram. Weirdly. Yeah. So, like, mine may be bad, too. Mine's but bad. what's your screen time looking like? No. You can't carve an hour out of somewhere? No, they can. They don't want yeah, to. Yeah, no, that's what It's I'm not that they can't. Mm-hmm. It's not that they can't be successful. It's not that they, 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 they don't want it. Yeah. They don't want to be successful. And I can't, I can show you that I wasn't, I didn't want to be successful. And then something switched I within could, me. You can see my photos of when I didn't want to be successful and when I did want to be successful. But the thing They're is, two different people. We can't switch it in them. And so no. I think John was talking about somebody asked you, you know, what happened? You know, what made you want to change? Like, and you were like, I wanted it. I couldn't see my dick. And I was fucking, I was fat as shit. I couldn't wipe my ass. My girlfriend had to help me put my socks on. I was breathing heavy walking to my car. Mm-hmm. I was, I couldn't buttle, put a seatbelt on. It was hard to wipe my ass. But the thing, like, no, yeah, but th- that's what made me want to change. Like, let me you know paint I mean? the picture though. 
you have been doing that shit for a long time. It's starting to become normal. I know it's not. And then so, but the, then the question is, what, what happened that you had been living like that? And then you said, ah, no more. I'm going to change. Like, what was the, the catalyst? If there is one. And I say that because there might not even be one. You just get fucking tired of living tired that of same it. life. Well, bro, like the fact that I was never suicidal and I was raised with such amazing upbringing. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, I wish that everyone, not only just listening to this podcast, I wish everyone in the world could have the same upbringing and same love and, and, and care and joy and, and just like, I don't even know how to put it into words. But the upbringing I had, I was just disrespectful as fuck to even become a think of a suicidal thought. Mm. And that's what. And then also I told you about that dream I had. Mm-hmm. I had a dream that, you know, I, woke, I was I was it was when I was in a very dark place. I had a dream that I was in the hospital. I woke up obviously dreaming, but I woke up in the dream. But I was in the dream. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was my sister at the end of the bed. I told you my sister has a learning disability. It was me and it was her. And I felt like the, I was dying. Like I, it, it was it was a dream. But I felt like I was dying. And I was thinking in my head. I was like, well, where's my brother? Where's my mom? Where's my sister? Where's everyone? Mm-hmm. And I just seen her and that was it. And I was thinking, like, well, what happens if I die? And then I woke up and I was like, bro, no. That's it. You know, and I don't have, I have very, I have three dreams I've been having since I was a kid, right? They don't change, right? The, and, but during this time, I had a lot, I had a lot of messed up dreams. Some were just outlandish, mm-hmm. but this one felt too real. Mm-hmm. And to the very next day is when I signed up for, um, for West Coast. Um, That's a gym. And I, it was a gym, yeah. And I just, you know, I just didn't, bro. I haven't looked back, man. You know what I mean? Like, I, I know you were just under three hundred pounds, and how comfortable you were, and 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 whatnot. Now imagine adding four hundred more pounds yeah. on that, right? Or three hundred more pounds, three hundred plus oh, more yeah. pounds on that. And I'm not comparing tit for tat. Oh no, no. But no. what I'm saying though is that you know, it was uncomfortable as shit to live that life because every single day was painful. Mm-hmm. Right. It was painful physically. It was painful emotionally. Right. Because everywhere I went, I was stared at like I was a fucking creature. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like, bro, like all that stuff just kind of piled in along with that dream was like, this is not the fucking life that anyone should ever want to live. So I need to fix it. And then Mm -hmm. when I started fixing, I started posting it. Then I started telling people like learn from my mistakes. And that's when I talked about like, no. No, it's no one's fault. People are like, oh, you look good the way you are. No, fuck you. No, I don't. Fuck you. No, fuck, fuck you. you. No, I, I don't. don't. You know what I mean? I don't look good the way. No. Because I'm literally going to, I'm, 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 I'm 10 breaths away. I'm a fucking Twinkie away from a heart attack. Right. You know what I mean? I don't look good. I had to get my shit together. Like, you know what I mean? It wasn't a life. My mom would call me from random times to make sure that her son was alive. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a life that I wanted to live, bro. Mm-hmm. It doesn't fucking feel good. I don't care what any one of these fucking influencers say, this, you know, this lose trying to lose weight is fat phobic. These people like, well, I'm fat and I'm proud. No, you're fucking not. You're not proud because your ass cannot go to Walmart or to freaking we can't say Target right now or wherever it might be. <laughs> you know, I mean, you can't go to this. You know, any any store you want to do and buy clothes that you generally want to fit mm-hmm. in. You're only buying the clothes that you could fit in. You're only buying the clothes that you could fit in because you could fit in them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You're not putting on your seatbelt because it burns your neck. You're not putting on your seatbelt because it fucking because you can't fit on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like these people paint this fake ass picture that I once painted that it's fun and okay and the big to be the cool the it's cool not. big guy, but it's, it's not, not, bro. It's, it's not. fucking not. It's just a cop out. So you don't have to do that fucking work, right? Mm-hmm. And you're just gonna wake up every single day living this fake ass fucking line. Every single day you wake up, you're gonna put another mask on. Another mask on, another mask on, another mask on. Why? Because it's easier to put on a mask than it is to take one off. And then at the same time, right? So not tit for tat, but then it's two different experiences, but the same experience. 
So, you know, it wasn't 600 pounds. I was, you know, 290. I could still, like, walk, jog. You know, I, yeah. I could fit in roller coasters, but it was the fucking last tick. Yeah. You know, everywhere I walk. Well, I'm glad you didn't get a 600 pounds, though. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm saying. Like, you don't have to, like like you said, you don't have to go and be, you know, suicidal. You don't have to, you know, experience cancer to have a low. Like, when you're 290 pounds, maybe maybe I'm not in pain, but I'm uncomfortable in my own skin. So Rock bottom is rock bottom. Rock bottom, yeah, everyone's, rock bottom. everyone's rock bottom is going to be different. I'm, I'm actually happy that yours wasn't 600. Oh, yeah. I'm happy, I'm happy you know. But it doesn't take away. What I always like to say is, like, just because I started at 600 and you started at 300, right? Yeah. It doesn't take away any of the emotion, the feelings, the uncomfortableness. Oh, like, yeah. It's still there. Like, you, you don't have, like, okay, I have 200 pounds of uh, emotional damage. Now I have 300 pounds. Yeah. No, emo- being emotionally un- unhappy with how you look and, phys- and how you look physically, it- it's it's just it's just there. It's just a feeling. It doesn't get better. It doesn't get worse as the more weight you gain. It just is there. And then you know, I so. want to go back to the question I asked you. You know, it, yours was the dream. You were like, fuck this. This mm-hmm. is it. Right? Mm-hmm. And so... For, for me, like, what was it? What was, like, you know, the final moment? Like, the way you snapped, right? Mm-hmm. And I just want to break this down a little bit because people think that, you know, once you start, once you, like, go on this journey, like, shit smooth sailing. Yeah. Motherfucker, have you seen waves in the ocean? <sighs> Things well, like, I got, like, I got, no, I don't got waves in my ocean, bro. I got, I don't know what the fuck I got. Bro, I got avalanches, right. tornadoes. I got hail. Right. But, I got thunderstorms. But let me free paint the picture. jumping up in the air and be landing on things and breaking boats. I know, dog. <laughs> that let me paint the picture though, because those are hypotheticals. Like, oh yeah, sounds bad, right? Yeah. So twenty uh, uh, seventeen. I'm I'm 280, 290 pounds, like from twenty sixteen on, right? Hmm. Gain mad weight, survived cancer to what? Become this. I look in the mirror. I'm not happy. I have a girlfriend, and I'm like, oh, she loves me. Doesn't matter, like I don't, if I love myself. Like I look in the mirror, I, I don't love myself, and like I'm fucking my girl, and it's I'm disgusted. It's like terrible. It's like what's going on here? And so 2017, I'm like fuck it. Like I've been overweight my whole life. Let's do something about it. I start going to the gym. I quit. I'm not seeing results. I'm like fuck that. Yeah. Like whatever. Go back to the comfort. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. Like boom. You know my girl, she got me. I'm cuddled. It like blah blah blah. Right. 2018, I'm like all right. Let's fucking do this shit again. That motivation comes because. People love to talk about motivation, inspiration, oh, but stiff. you have to do something with it. So 2018, I'm like, bet, I'm going to do something. Start going. I'm like, yeah, bro, I see you work out a lot. I'm just going to go with you, do what you do. Then you're like, one day you're just like, uh, I'm not going anymore. Oh. And nobody's like, nobody's going to say, okay. No, no, no one's going to stop They're you. just going to say, okay. They're not going to say, no, you have to come. No, that's, you have, that's, and so, that's a you versus you territory. And so the boom. So 2017, tried, quit. 2018, tried, quit. Whole time still with this girl. She's still loving me. I'm like, boom, she loves me, doesn't matter. She loves a little, little chocolate drop. <laughs> right, right. She loves me, doesn't matter. Boom, 2019, I move away. I'm, this time, longest ever, three months. I'm like, fuck it again. Right, but I'm not eating right. I'm going to the gym consistent. I got a nice routine. I'm, I'm heavier at the end of the summer than when I began. Put on muscle. But yeah, muscle, yeah, but I didn't know muscle, that. But yeah. I'm like, I'm fucked up in the head. I've been doing all this work. Cooking my meals. I'm like, fuck that. Bulking. Get back to college. I'm like, nah, I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm going to eat whatever I want. Guess what? Girl still loves me. Doesn't matter. Right? Then boom. Right? Because bring, I'm bringing this up for a reason. I'm like, I'm not happy with my life. I wake up and I'm fucking, I'm tired. I'm tired of not being happy, not being confident. Yeah. Because like, because you shouldn't do this, but I'm comparing myself to other people my age. I'm like, these people are happy. They're like, they have like, you know, the body that they want. They're confident yeah. in their own skin. Why not me? Why not me? Why? Because I'm a fucking 
sack of shit. I'm not doing anything. I'm like, I'm, I'm complacent with my girl. I'm going through college. I'm fucking, I'm existing. Yeah. Like I'm failing classes because I'm not going to school to, I'm failing classes because I'm not going to class. I'm doing, I'm not doing anything to better myself. I'm just following a path that somebody laid out for me because my grandma said, I'm smart. I'm going to go to college. And so because I was smart, I didn't have the discipline. I was like, fuck this. Got hit in the face with that. I'm fail- I failed out of college twice. I don't know if you know that. No, they, I know. They were like, yo, you, you did terrible this semester. If you fuck up again, you're out. Fucked up again. Had to take summer classes, got back in. Then they were like, yo, you did terrible this semester. If you <laughs> fuck up again, you're out. And then at this time, I got hit with some depression. And so, like, imagine a couch like this. I'm in the couch for, like, a month. Not getting up. I'm like, I went from college, went home, and then just laid on the couch. Just depressed. Just depressed. At an all-time low. Because, like, I'm so afraid of dying. I was like, what does it mean? I'm like, whatever, fuck it. If we're going to die, nothing matters, right? Yeah, you gave up. Like, that's yeah. your second round of, of, but, of rock bottom. But then the thing is, it's like, okay, every day you wake up, you say the same thing. I'm going to die, it doesn't matter. I'm going to die, it doesn't matter. I'm going to die, it doesn't matter. You keep waking up. Something's matter. Something has to matter. Yeah. Because you're up to say it. Right. You're up to say it. So eventually I'm like, okay, let's get our life back on track. So boom. I can go into like the whole depression thing more, but for the sake of the story, I'm like, all right, fuck it. Let's get back. Let's get our life together. I go back to college. I'm trying to pick my grades up because I miss all these classes. And I just got that notice last semester. They're like, yo, if you fuck up, you're getting kicked out. I get kicked out. Three strikes, you're gone. I make it, I make, I, I bring up all my classes except one. I missed one quiz, got an F. They said, get out. I'm, I'm talking to deans. I'm talking to counselors. I'm like, look, I was depressed. I'm not a bad student. I just was in a fucked up place. They're like, you know what? Come on back. I finally get back in. I graduate with my engineering degree that should have taken four years. took me six years. And then, boom, this is now 2019, 2019, 2020. So the 2019 summer is after I got back in, 2020. And so I'm like, I'm trying to graduate now. I'm trying to live life. Now I have the realization I'm not happy. You know, I'm not happy with my girl. Is it her? Is it me? It's me, but I'm also not happy with her. I love her because she's been with me for so long. I don't like her, which is terrible. Damn. Terrible. I love her. I don't like her. Love her. I don't like her because, like, the only reason I'm not breaking up with you is because I don't want to hurt your feelings. Oh, okay. You're comfortable in this situation. Right. Right. And it's like, boom, I'm not confident in myself. I don't want to have to go get girls. So I'm like, I'll keep you around. You're all right. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, no, like, because I am this positive person. I want to smile. I want to take pictures. I want to go out. I want to do things. I want to live a happy life. And I'm not happy with myself. And and being with you isn't helping. So like we had a conversation. I'm like, this, this isn't it. Like, respectfully, I'm not me and, and you're not her. And so like we break up. I'm like, well, fuck it. We have to double down. And so like at first it's like I'm trying to get hoes. Hoes ain't going to like me like this. You know, and, no, we've and, got a whole conversation. And, and they could, but mentally, they wouldn't like who I was like that. So I'm like, all right, bet, double down, 2020. I'm going at it. And so like dog. All, all, the, the dog in all the knowledge I've learned, I'm like, <clears throat> so at this time, like I'm back in college. I need to graduate. I'm going to classes. I have a job at school. And then after I, 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 I'm commuting, I drive 45 minutes there and back. I get home 11 p.m., gym. Got to go. Got to go. Go to sleep. Wake back up. Grind time. 7 a.m. Go back a whole day. And then boom. Gym, gym, gym. COVID hits. Right? 
I'm like, ah, I had good momentum. I can't stop. So I'm like, fuck it. Body weight workout, shit at home. Yeah. I, I got a mountain bike. Right. When COVID happened, the gym's closed down. I'm like, I ain't, I'm not. Right. I think I was like 200 pounds down or maybe a little bit more than 200 pounds down. I was like, I am not. I am not going Stop back. It. We are. I was mountain biking every day. The first time I only made it like two miles and then I started just progressing, mm-hmm. you know, after that. So I feel you on that one. Like you just, you just, you were done. You, uh-huh. you were, you were done being that lazy sack of shit human being that you know you weren't supposed to be because you got a second chance in life but let me keep it going though because it was that decision it was the looking in the mirror i had always known that i wasn't happy and that i didn't love myself but i always had that crutch that one thing that well my girl loves me so like people will see in you what you don't see in yourself Mm -hmm. and if they tell you about it then you're like you're not forced to believe it, but you just believe it blindly. And so that could be taken away. So I took her away. It's like, who the fuck, who, who am I? And then you just have that, that drive. And so COVID hit, like setting shit back. But I'm like, no, this has to work. This has to work. I changed my, the like integrity of my life by letting a girl go who like kept me grounded. So it's like, I had to, I had to double down on it. Kept going, started losing the weight. And so, like, when I was losing weight, it wasn't to be here on your podcast. It wasn't to share my story on Instagram to motivate somebody else. Did I find your shit as I was losing weight in my journey? Yeah. And I was like, damn, it's going to be me one day. I'm going to keep transforming. Yeah. But it was like, you have to wake up and literally talk to yourself. Call yourself out on your bullshit. You're lying to yourself. When you're not achieving what you want to achieve in life, it's it's on you to take you where you want to go. Like nobody's coming to wake you out of bed. No one's coming. For nobody's you. going to move your arms, and nobody can physically like flex your muscles for you to to rip them. Nobody's going like you're not a baby. Nobody's feeding you. You're making conscious decisions to eat what you eat and do what you do. Why? Like why are you letting this happen? Like it, your life is, is your responsibility though. It's easy. it's easy to put it off, put it to the side. You know, if you, if you don't like what you see in the mirror, don't look in it. Right. But you know, glass is always going to be there. Water is going to be there. You're going to see your reflection, whether you like look at the person that's staring back and like actually have a conversation with that person. That's up to you. But it's like, you have to figure out what the fuck is going on with your life. Because I, I read something that said, a man has two lives. One where he's just living and then one where he realizes he only has one life. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I heard that. And it's like I before I made my transformation, I I I look back at it and I, I associate with that with that guy now. Before mm. I would say I'm not him, he's dead. But it's like he was just existing. Yeah. He was just alive and and going for that positivity, that happiness. <clears throat> Whereas now I'm pursuing like great things. You're, I want you're pushing I, me better. Yeah, I, mean, I want you're, you're done being that lazy person. But, you're done but, taking the easy way out. But at the same time, I'm still that other person. So everything that he was made up of and comprised of, his dreams and all that shit, like who I am now is who I always was and always wanted to be. I just let myself fucking flourish and and get to you took, it. No, you took action. Took action. You the version of yourself now is the old version's per, old version. 
you just took action on that person, mm -hmm. right? You took the things that the, the, that old version of yourself was not doing, the person that person was talking about, yep. right? The being successful, the working hard, the making sure your, your family's good with money, uh, being a good person, <laughs> take care of your health. Everything that that person was talking about doing, but not uh, taking action, you just became the person that became took action to it, mm -hmm. right? And that's literally all we've done with the situations in our life, right? We actually became the person that took action and stopped being the person that just kept talking about it. Right, the person that we became the person that stopped preaching and we started practicing. Started practicing. Right. And that that's what it is. And that's that's what needs to be done. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Um, we're sitting here, we're talking, we're having this conversation, right? You've said a lot of things today that is gonna relate with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I've said a lot of things that's gonna relate with a lot of people, and I've also said a lot of things probably gonna piss off some people today. Welcome. Right? But <laughs> Wait, we love all our listeners here. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, I'll get it canceled. No, but what I'm saying though is that that's fine. If you if I said something triggered, let's be honest. And I'm looking at you right now, if you're watching this video form, that was probably true. If I said something today that really triggered you, it's because it's true, mm -hmm. right? It's because I said something that really struck down in your soul that you maybe realize that you are actually not happy and you just fake it the funk, right? And that's okay, though. That is okay. We've both been there before. We've you both been to, happy, you have to right? Be Guess there. what? Now's your time you can fix it. Now the times you can work on yourself, right? You want to get a better job, go work harder, right? You want to make more money, find a side hustle. You want to lose weight, let's start working on that nutrition, right? You want to get some muscles, let's start going to the gym. You know, you want to become, become a better fucking father? Well, start stepping up. You want to be a better mother? Start stepping up. Like, it's just taking the action. That's it. Anything that you want to do, you need to take action. Everyone, 99.9% .9 of the world will come up with an idea. We'll talk about how great it's going to be. We'll talk about what they're going to be, how successful they're going to be. But there's only going to be that 1% that's going to take action. And the people that take action are going to be, people, be the people you remember. And people who just talked about it are the people they are going to forgot. You know, it's crazy because everything you're saying right now... <laughs> On my, that was a good one. On my five clip. hours. Clip that right there. Clip that one. That was a good clip. <laughs> on my five hour flight here, it's, I'm reading a book called The The, the Magic of Thinking Big. Uh -huh. Like I said earlier, there's people doing shit because they believe in themselves. That's it. Everything you're saying is what that book is saying. It's yeah. saying to me. And it's like, it's shit that we're profess like professing and saying and preaching out to the world. It's because most of the time when I write a caption... Motherfucker, I needed to hear that shit today. <laughs> I all my captions are talking to all right. Like, yeah, Big John asked me, he's like, Yo, like, how do you come up with captions? I was like, I'm talking to myself. Right. Or I or I take that video clip or that that photo and I kind of think about how I felt in that yeah. situation. Uh, but nine times out of ten, I'm talking to myself. Mm -hmm. Nine times out of ten, I'm reminding myself where I was or where I started and how uncomfortable I was and how I never want to live a life again. Like, I don't want to live a life again, bro, where my mom's scared that her son's going to wake up or not. Oh. And you, you know, know what I mean? That's not, that's, a, my mom's already getting older. So why put more stress on her life? Like, it's just one of those things where just, we need to take action. Mm -hmm. Everyone listening needs to take action, right? There's always something we could do better. There's always some things that we could, you know, but done worse too. Let's be honest, we could have done things worse, right? Oh, yeah. But at the end of the day, we need to take action towards the things that we could change and we could fix, and then we can start doing better, right? And you're talking, you're listening to two people that decided to take action, and then and put in the work, and then so take action, right? Very broad, very broad, like take action. What the fuck does that mean? Right? Take no, they know what it means. No, 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 no. no, it's not broad. No, no, they know what it means. No, no, no. No, but they like, know what it means. I want to paint people a picture of. of what no, I ain't painting a picture. They know what it okay, means. Okay, that's why I'm gonna do it. Fuck take, that picture. Take Don't listen to this picture. Fuck this take picture. Take action. Do something, right? And so what we mean by take action is you have, you know, have a plan to do something that day, right? But you're sitting on your fucking couch. You're, you're on your phone. You're laying in bed. Take action, right? Take action. Do something. No. Stand up. Put your feet under you. That is an action. That's one thing you did. You set out to do something. Start by doing one thing and then let that snowball into the next thing. Because once you're standing... Right, you're out of that that position of being comfortable. 
you're going to continue to do more. So yes, take action. Like you know, you know what you need to do, right? They know it already. Why aren't you doing it? And so I understand how how you feel when you said take action. Fuck that. Nah, don't paint the picture. <laughs> Let me paint the. They picture. don't. They have the picture. I know. The picture was there. The I know. Picture is the picture has been painted for weeks, months, and years. But they've already painted that picture. And they've already envisioned their success. We've already envisioned that nice car they're in. They envision that body. They envision the six pack. They envision the beautiful house that they're gonna live in. They've already painted that picture, bro. Okay, but, they, but they're, they're not taking action towards it. So, right? this, so now it's just like this canvas behind us. It's just a, it's just a picture. Just so yeah, they painted the picture, but now let's grab that paintbrush. Let's start dipping, getting the paint, and let's start pause stroking the canvas. What you, <laughs> what you say? You want to start stroking the canvas? Uh, you were going to say, you you know damn well. That my child is Ash was not gonna let you start saying stroking any type of thing without calling you out. But I get what you're saying, bro. I'm just I'm just being the devil's advocate course, right now with course, this. But it is like you know, and, and with all all BS aside, man, and, and, and I love talking with you, bro. I love this conversation. I, I think is this the longest podcast I've done? I've I feel like my voice is gone. How long has it been right now? Shout out to everyone that's listening for an hour and 33 minutes. Like, your gym session is now done. You can go home now. We'll do some cardio. No, but I, I want to say, like, man, I love talking with you. And I, I love your positive mindset. Um, I, I love that the way you you painted your picture and you talked about your story and how you 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 just continue to be positive, bro. Like, you're here for a reason, right? You're, you're sitting here for a reason. Like, you are in this world. You're in this world for a reason. You have the following you have for a reason. You have the story you have for a reason. And you're speaking on my podcast for a reason because someone needed to hear it. Um, and I want to say it's amazing to sit down next to someone that I've found that is actually more positive than me. Right. It's, it's pretty interesting. Like I got to say that because I couldn't comprehend how positive you were, bro. But did at you, think, day, did you cool. think it was fake? No, I'm not here to judge your pastor. Okay. You're lying to me. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to be good to my podcast. But yeah, you're lying. You know, no, you know no, no, the no. old version of myself. I'm like, yeah, this guy's full of crap. But okay. you could be happy. Some people, you could be happy. Mm -hmm. Right. Because I, I was happy overweight but mm -hmm. i didn't have this version of happiness now so yeah so no i'm not gonna call you a liar but no i'm excited to shoot this next segment with you i'm really curious to see what you think about this whole fat phobic and pushing the agenda of being overweight and unhealthy is okay uh so i'm really excited to talk to you with this one so it's i don't have a thought of i haven't came up with a series name it's just modify your life podcast for sure mm -hmm. but i want to have like modify your life podcast like let's talk about it or whatever it is kind of find some training stuff going on so i'm excited it's my second time i've shot uh, it was shot last week, Tori and Ball. We talked about the business side, mm -hmm. right? How we built six-figure companies. And with you, now we're going to top into the whole weight loss side and the, weight loss. The, the, the the stuff like that. So anyways, everyone, thank wait, you wait, so wait. much. Are we, not, are we not done? No, no. I just want to say, because we're about to go into weight loss, but weight loss is like the, 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 uh, the, the tip oh, of yeah. everybody's story. There's yeah. something behind every, every weight loss story. story. Yeah. So, hey, there's, there's, there's always, well, everyone has a story, man. Everyone and then I wanted to say amazing. thank you for having me on. Because yeah, I, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts myself recently, uh -huh. and I'm realizing that I do have a story to tell, and I'm selling myself short by not telling the story. This Facts. is the most I've talked about my story besides excerpts on my, my social media. And it's like, I want to talk more. This is like, this might be the catalyst that like shoots me. Like, you should, man. You, you got you to gotta understand that, you know, it's not you're telling your story as a sad story. You're just telling your story. Telling the story. And you're going to relate with so many people because so many people feel they're by themselves right now. They feel like they're alone. They feel like they've never lost their mom, not had a dad, whatever it is. They feel like they're alone. But you just let people know they're not alone, right? Right. So thank you for that. And I'm glad that I got to be your first actual podcast you've been on. Um, Amen. Much love, bro. Appreciate it, dog. Thanks for being on, man. All this happened for myself and my family. There's no way that this is real, man. It can't be.